it's time for another episode of Environmental Health with Weston and his dad. I'm Weston. We are going to continue our series on the only sustainable development goals. Goal number two is zero hunger. How does this goal relate to goal one and eliminating poverty? How does hunger relate to climate, the economic, and politics? Stay tuned to find out more. In the Millennium Development Goals, Goal 1 was eradicating extreme poverty and hunger. The Sustainable Development Goals separate this into two separate goals. We discussed poverty in the last episode. What does zero hunger mean? The mission statement of Goal 2 is to end hunger, achieve food security, and improve nutrition and promote sustainable agriculture. Right now, hunger affects 800 million people, and this number is expected to increase over time. The UN estimates that 2 billion people will be undernourished by the year 2050. The incidence of hunger is about 10% of the world's population. That is the same as the number of people facing extreme poverty. Why is poverty slowly improving, but the number of people facing food insecurity rising? There are many different drivers of hunger. Poverty and inequality affect who can buy food what kind of food, and how much is available. Economic shocks from COVID-19 and a locust crisis in East Africa disrupts the food supply chain. And rising inflation has put many people at risk for Hunger and poverty are linked, but what other factors contribute to hunger? Environmental and political factors also play a role in food insecurity. Natural resources like fresh water, soil, and Biodiversity are declining. Several severe weather events like droughts limit food supply. We can see how climate contributes to hunger. Political unrest also plays a role. War and conflict damage a country's economy and infrastructure, which affects the distribution of food to its citizens. It can drive up prices. 
interfere with production and forces people out from their homes. The goal for zero hunger has multiple factors. I see how hunger interconnects with several other of the global goals, including goals that relate to people, the planet, and peace. Let's look at STG2 more closely. The first target is the universal access to nutritious foods and end undernutrition. The second target is to end malnutrition in all forms. What is the difference between undernutrition and malnutrition? These terms are often used interchangeably. Undernutrition refers to the lack of calories needed for growth. Children under five are the most at risk for undernutrition. It can result in stunning wasting and cognitive impairment. And it is the leading cause of death in the age group. Malnutrition contains undernutrition, but it is much broader. It can, it includes micronutrients and environment deficiencies, and it includes the double burden of undernutrition and overnutrition, which encompasses obesity and non-communicable diseases like heart disease and diabetes. Hunger affects 1 in 10 people worldwide, but nearly 1 in 3 are malnourished. The prevalence of malnutrition is already high and continues to climb. We are not on track to meet this goal by 2030. How are we supposed to produce enough food to end hunger? The remaining targets for SDG2 promote sustainable agriculture, building food systems that are resilient to climate variability and economic shocks, provide healthy and affordable food for more people addressing poverty and social inequalities, as well as enforcing peace-building politics between countries in conflict, can protect food supply chains for efficient distribution, improved agricultural Technology can increase yields and lower costs for nutritious food choices. Finally, changing consumers' behavior to reduce food waste and promote healthier diets for 
positive impact on both human health and the environment. Weston, those are all big ideas that can increase the availability of healthy food. What are some things that you and I can do to help promote zero hunger? We need to eat smarter and healthier. Buying locally grown produce supports small-scale agriculture and uses less fossil fuels for distribution and reducing food waste can help lower costs and make cheaper foods available for all. This includes feeding fresh produce and leftovers and buying funny-shaped foods. Many fruits and vegetables are thrown out because they are the wrong size and shape, even they, though they are good, good and safe to eat. I didn't know that we waste so much food. Is there anything else that we can do? Sure, Dad. Did you know that agriculture is the second largest producer of greenhouse gases after fossil fuels? If we consume less meat, like becoming a vegetarian for one day per week, we can have a big impact on the environment. Thanks, Weston. You have a lot of ideas that we can start doing now to help support SDG2. I hope everyone listening has learned something today. If you want to learn more, you can check out websites like globalgoals.org, fao.org, and unicef.org to learn about zero hunger and some of the other sustainable development goals. Thanks for listening. We will see you all next time.